Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Mari Best is an author, a certified success coach, an intuitive, an angel card reader, and a reconnective healer. Mari's mission is to show how simply and powerfully we can make life changes by invoking choice. She shares her inspirational messages on her Facebook page, Giving Choice a Voice. Mari Best, hello. How are you? I am brilliant. And how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm great, and you are brilliant. So let's get started right away. You have so much to offer our listeners but I want to start with something as fundamental as your, I'm going to say conversion for lack of a better word, but your the opening, the experience that introduced you to the power of angels. Oh, my goodness. Would you talk about that, please? That goes way back. Well, I think, to, to be honest with you, the very, very first time that I really realized uh that there has to be such a thing as angels, was when I was called back to the UK when my father was dying. And uh, I was told I had to get on a plane right away and get get myself back to Scotland. And uh, it was quite a frantic moment for me, a moment in time that I will never forget. Yeah. And I get on a plane that's going from Washington, D.C. to New York, and then I get my connection there. Yeah to Scotland. So uh, we get to New York and uh, the planes start circling New York airport. And I was just frantic. I'm thinking I'm going to miss my connection. And I hadn't noticed, but the lady to my right happened to be a nun. Well, I'm not Catholic, but (laughs) I looked at her and I said, I'm so scared. I was all of 18 years old. Um, I'm so scared. I said, my dad is dying in Scotland. And I said, uh, I want to get home before he, uh, <laughs> before he dies. And she said, I said, would you please pray with me? And she said, certainly. So we sat and prayed, uh, closed our eyes and prayed. And as I opened my eyes to my left, I was sitting on the aisle. There was a, a flight attendant just kneeled down at my side. And she looked up into my eyes and she said, Miss Ingalls, which was my name back then, (laughs) she said, "Uh, your flight to Scotland is being held for you. We understand your situation. And I said, oh. (laughs) Well, if I didn't believe in prayer and I didn't believe in angels and I didn't believe in anything at that point, I certainly did then. (laughs) And, yes, I did get to see my father and give him a big hug and uh, before he passed on. And uh, it was a very wonderful thing, which actually repeated itself 25 years later with my mother. No kidding. And that was, that was an absolutely amazing story in itself too. 
Once again, I was told, uh, you need to hurry up. Your mother, you may not make it in time because your mother is in a deep coma. Uh, she's probably not going to make it, but we need you to come. And so once again, there I, I had this amazing journey. However, I did make it to the hospital and the doctor intercepted me and said, uh, I'd like, just like to describe what your mother's situation is. And I was very antsy. I just wanted to get to her side. However, he started telling me all the boring details. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, just let me be with my mom. So I got to my mom's side. And sure enough, she didn't look very good. Uh, she was deep um, in oxygen and whatever else. And uh, I started to sing to her. I sang to her uh, probably about 12 songs. And, uh, uh -huh. and then I got up and I walked over to the window. And I looked out the window, and there, down on the grass, uh, just sitting there, was a magpie, a bird, a black and white bird. Mm -hmm. And as I looked at that bird, I knew that there was a connection there to my dad. Uh, oh. My dad uh, had, when I was a little girl, he used to take me on walks, and we used to find magpies in the hedgerows. And I was always delighted to see that magpie. Mm. I don't know, there was just something magical about it. And then he bought a car that was black and white and he <laughs> named it the magpie. He uh. did I was 11. <laughs> so it was just wow. very, very, yeah. And so anyway, for five days, I, I lay behind, beside mm. her for five days. I sang to her, I talked to her. I got up every now and again and the magpie stayed there. On the fifth day, I looked at her and she opened her eyes and I just, oh, it was just amazing. And, and I said, Mom, I, I, there's a magpie outside the window. And she said, yes, I know. It's your dad. He knows I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, the magic of the angels, what they, what they create for us. And I want you to know that that story actually is, goes on quite a long way. It's, uh, it's written. Is but it, it, where is it written? I, I have to read it. Where is it, it has to be published. It's yet to be published, but uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's magical. It truly is magical. Uh, In fact, just an add-on to that. Sure. My husband, we married uh, eight, no, nine years ago, and we had our wedding in Scotland. And I just, as we went, uh, opened our eyes the first morning in the hotel right next to the house that I was born in, I just said, oh, if there's any magic in the world today, please let there be magpie outside the window. And I opened the window and there were two magpies side oh. by side sitting outside <laughs> our window. <laughs> And uh, it was oh wow! So, yes. Uh, so now we start the interview, and I have tears in my eyes. You have just <laughs> really blown my mind. I just thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Oh, it's inspiring. Tell me back to that amazing time that you had getting to your father's deathbed, and your experience with prayer. That opened you up to the possibility of the divine and working with the divine, correct? Uh, absolutely. Tell me, absolutely. how did you evolve from there with your spiritual work? Well, uh, I've always been, since probably the age of three, I have been uh, a being who always wanted peace. 
And so even in as children and playground, uh, if children were fighting, I would go over and make them hug and kiss and make up. Ah. <laughs> so there's, there's been this trait in my being for all these years, for, forever and ever. And uh, so, it, and in fact, uh, when I played with other children, I always drug along uh, some kind of a Bible. And at one point, the Bible was so big, I could barely lift it. But I found it at a jumble sale. And I I said, Mom, I want to have that Bible. You know, I didn't know. For, I couldn't even read. I wasn't even old enough to read. But she said, well, what are you going to do with that? And I needed people to help me lift it. But I would play at, with the Bible, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, so I don't know. There's just been some connection there. I've always known. And my parents were um they were involved with Mary Baker Eddy uh, Christian science yes but but when i was ch- a child i wanted to be at the church where my friends went which uh-huh. was very close to our house and my parents were fine with that they just wanted me to be happy and uh, so my connection with spirit started in a, a sort of a different way and uh and the Good news is that my parents uh, supported me in how I believed. You know, I wasn't uh, so much about the fear and the and the regimentation of church, right. but I knew that there was a God, and I believed in God, yes. and I believed in God also as as a spirit through me, in me, around me, in everything that I see and touch not uh, as something up in the sky that you're looking down on me, giving, shaking a finger when I was doing something bad. <laughs> you, al- you always knew that. Yes. You always had. That is so fantastic to yes. have that sense from an early age and not to be afraid of no. God. No. No. No, never. Never. And tell me, what, 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 what were you doing with your life when you came back after your dad passed and you had your life in front of you and you had the experience with the angels? What did you, what did you do with yourself? Well, you know, uh, at that point, I was, I was still being a nanny mm-hmm. and, uh, and only I had requested uh, a nanny position with a family that, that really were very supportive of me. And uh, I, I d- designed a dream job. There's another. This is another thing that involves angels. So my first nanny position, I was a nanny to a brand new baby, a two and a half year old, a four year old, or yeah, a four year old and a seven year old. Oh, good God! And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to do all the housework, and I had to do the ironing, and oh. you name it. I mean, I was really. Uh, thrown in the deep end yeah and uh but I saw other nannies who uh could, could really you know they were working for very famous people and they were they had cars and they had all kinds of wonderful things you uh-huh. know so when I went back to Scotland I wrote a letter that designed the exact job that I wanted and I trusted my angels to bring that to me and that is what happened uh-huh. so I got a very marvelous job and uh funnily enough one of my charges is now a very famous musician, uh, and he plays all over the world, and his name is Mike Stern. Wow. And uh, so if you ever want to hear a really excellent guitarist, you might listen to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the side. But uh, it was magic. So I, I've really learned at a young age 
uh, how we can manifest and create for ourselves all good things and trust that they will be brought to us, of course, in a perfect timing. You have worked with your angels throughout your life, right? Yes. And yes. you uh, described in your written interview about getting to know your, you have two angels. Well, yes. And that you actually, work very closely have, with. Yes, right? and I have been corrected by them on this. It's not... It's not two angels, it's two groups. There are two, um, there are two groups. One is called Asophocles yeah. and the other is Andante. Asophocles uh -huh. is the plotter thinker group. They're, they're, um, they're really creating all the, the thoughts and things to, for me to create manifestation. And Andante is the, is the lighthearted bringing in the, the, all the light to my to my uh, wishes desires and hopes for the future as as it goes forward and uh, so I, in all of my writings uh, as they may start out a little dark they always finish on a light note and or have a little light gesture thrown in there so and they have been the ones who have guided much of my writing which all by the way comes out in rhyme oh uh, you you're oh, really that's amazing. Yes. That's, amazing. That's, that's wonderful. I'm going to take a, a step back and ask you to help our listeners um, understand how you connect with your angels. It might be second nature by now, but if I didn't have any idea how to do it, what would you prescribe? Oh, well, for me, what I did when I really recognized and started giving credence to more, more credence to angels and the, is, was when I started to see them as I was awakening oh in the night, I would see them and the way they would present was be as a sort of a crystal, uh, a phosphorescent glow around an outline of a, made, it looked like a floaty figure. That was all I could say, but I had, in fact, I've done a painting that, uh, that sort of shows what I see when I see my angels. And as I started to see them is when I just decided to take quiet time and say, who are you? Mm -hmm. And keep saying it mm -hmm. until I felt that I'd heard an appropriate response. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't long <laughs> because, you know, it, the first thing is to start questioning. Oh, did I hear that? Did I really hear that? Is that, <laughs> did I make that up? Mm -hmm. And, uh, all of the questions that normally come from the human, um, I allowed to just float uh, through and then esophocles and andante. Yes. So I said, okay. And so I started to write it down, mm -hmm. and I was corrected on how to spell a Sophocles. <laughs> wow. Now, yes. Mari, what is that, what is that experience like to be corrected? Is it a voice? It is a knowing? Um, how does that manifest it, for you? It, for me, it, it, uh, it's like a voice. It's a voice. Yes, it's a voice. Is a voice, are there, are there two different voices? Do they have different voices between <laughs> uh, the two of them? The two groups, not I so would much, say? Yeah, not so much different voices, just different come from, just a different light energy. Different, different energy. energy yes. Different energy. 
So you have been working with these two groups of angels for a while now, and you've been writing, and you've had a radio, I mean, you have a radio show called Angel Corner Retreat, which I'd like to really get into and talk about and what that's all is. But I wanted to ask you first, can you help uh, our listeners kind of get a grasp of what the angels want us to know at this time? Ah, well, I, I actually believe that it's so different for every single being. Okay. Uh, so we're all on our journeys out here. We're all experiencing and connecting to and with other beings. And we're um, manifesting or not. And as we do, we're, uh, we're very careful to uh, be prayerful about what we do. And so what we have to do is just trust in guidance. And when we do that and when we feel that guidance and we, when we start to hear and know, okay, first of all, I think there's a sensation in my body that I feel that, um, that is just sort of a knowing, yes. an absolute seeded knowing that this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. Yes. And when I do that, then, you know, I give thanks. I immediately give thanks to my angels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so as far as knowing who they are or what they're, you know, that really isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing and trusting that they're always around. Yes. They're always around everyone. Everyone has their angels. And they just need to allow, allow the communication to come. And when it does, it, it just feels so right. And what gets in the way of our allowing? No, uh, that's the human, <laughs> the humanness in us. Oh, be, being human. Yes. <laughs> Only <Yeah>. that. <laughs> the one that says, am I making this up? The one that's uh, questioning, you know, oh, but what if uh, you have to drop the butts, <laughs> drop get the rid butts. of all the butts. I like that. And trust and trust till you feel it's seated in your soul. It's just, you know, there is no question that you have been guided. And, and, and I have a, a perfect example of the guidance. Uh, Great. For instance, uh, very recently, my husband and I were guided to come to Mount Shasta. We were, we were doing some retreats and whatever here in Mount Shasta area. Right. And, and we decided, we thought we might like to uh, look at uh, some, <clears throat> homes maybe rent something mm-hmm. and uh long story short we were guided to not be in mount shasta but in mcleod which is also at the base of mount shasta mm. uh and we found this perfect idyllic little house on a corner mm-hmm. and it's number four 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 and what does that mean in angel uh, you are yeah it, so it, it it's absolutely just means that angels are surrounding you everywhere. Uh, They're taking care of you. Uh, and so the minute I found it, I had some pocket angels and I came into the garden and I placed them all around the house. <laughs> what's, a, what's a pocket angel? Uh, oh, it's a wonderful uh, little, it's a silver medallion uh, type of thing with an angel in embossed on it and uh, I give them to my people every now and again there's a wonderful lady in Florida who sells them 
and uh, <laughs> but uh, they're just I give them to people nice. almost every day. <laughs> and uh, But there I surrounded the house with the angels. Uh-huh. We had no idea how we were going to be able to purchase this home. Uh-huh. But every angel in in the world came to our uh, uh, <laughs> side and yes. made it possible. Uh-huh. It just all fell into place. However, we had a list of 30 things that we wanted to have in a home if we ever got a home. Right. <laughs> And so there was the next thing that we had to see what happened. The minute she opened the door, the realtor opened the door, 28 of those items were there. (laughs) So there was only two items left. And friends of ours were visiting from L.A. two days after we moved in. Mm -hmm. And we told them about the list. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they went back to the hotel room that night and then they called us and they said, you know, we'd like to give you a housewarming gift. Um, what were the two things that were missing off your list? And we said, well, one of them was a sauna, believe it or not. We don't really need a sauna. And the other was a truck for Harry because he would like to be able to tool around in a truck. Uh-huh. Neither of them were important, that important. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to give you the sauna. And as she said that, I was on the phone and I looked up on a little shelf in the corner of my kitchen. And there was a model of a Ford truck. <laughs> and I thought, where, I said to my husband, where did that model come from? He said, oh, the previous owner left it. They said, it was for me. <laughs> and we hadn't even looked at that. <laughs> we never noticed it. So you see, careful what you ask for. Your angels are here. They're here all the time. I want to talk about your radio show, Angel Corner Retreat. Um, it's with Dr. Stephen Simpson. We have um, 20 to 30 minutes uh, of, of discussion. It's a conversation. We do not rehearse this. We, this is nothing rehearsed. We just get on the phone uh, or on Skype yeah. for uh, 20 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. and uh, cover the thing. And whatever comes up for me is absolutely spirit-driven. My angels are with me on every broadcast. There's no doubt. <laughs> well, what about Dr. Simpson? Yeah. How, and, how, what is his part with this is he well he he is you know he has the medical side the scientific side of things too you see so brings brings us uh in a full circle which is very exciting that's very cool and the most exciting part of this is that from my book uh, from the change the book yes called the change um that is how i met him and my my angels guided me to him I had never spoken to him. I had no idea who he was. He just happened to be one of the authors in the book, the number eight on the change. There's a series. So uh, I contacted him and asked him if he would like to co-host a radio show with me. Mm -hmm. And he agreed. That's how it happened to him prior to that. So, and if we, if you listen to the broadcasts on my site um, at Mari, best.com or angel corner retreat radio.com that's angel best corner time. retreat radio and mari we will have it on your page on our site as well the next podcast show is that decide to live now is that what you're is that ah, something different decide to live now is is a very short anywhere from three to five minute 
uh, podcast. Ooh, uh, it cool. is a message for the day. It is my point of view on whatever. And I put them together for a while now. And so uh, we decided to start broadcasting them. And uh, so, yes, they're, they're fun. So are, they're, they, are, they're they up on this, are they online now? Decide I believe now. so. I believe Decide to Live Now okay. is up there. I would really like to talk about your coaching um, because you are a success coach. Yes. I'm going to call it, you call yourself a success coach, right? Yes. Okay. I yes. love that. Mm-hmm. How do you work with your clients? Oh, uh, that is purely through spirit. That's absolutely through spirit. I do get, of course, uh, all the information from my client as to what it is they're seeking to find in their life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, so when I'm, when I'm armed with that, then we go through various forms of exercises that deal with guiding them in the direction of their dreams. And uh, they get the opportunity of being intuitively guided too, which is an a- added bonus. And I also uh, use my angel cards too, if if I feel it. I mean, whatever happens. Mm-hmm. It, I also invoke sound. So uh, I work with affirmations in words. So they will create perhaps a very... Uh, Oh, how shall I describe this? A very precise uh, affirmation that will bring them back into center again. If they go offline, if they go off center, you know, if they're not quite uh, feeling strong enough that day, here's an affirmation that will bring them back on. But it isn't just words. It actually has sound to it too, musical sound. Really? So, yes. So yeah. you build that for your client. I build that for the, my client. Oh, they 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 get their concerto to to walk off with. <laughs> yeah. And what's been the result? Oh, it's brilliant. It's good. That people they don't turn back. They 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 step out and they go forward in their lives. Let's go back and talk about the change book. You wrote a chapter in yes. the change book. The book is about transformation right yes right and your chapter is about what change is choice ah what what (laughs) that's great what does it mean that means that what if you're not having a good time in your life yeah choose differently make different choices because you get to choose what your life feels like absolutely with no question no hesitation Mm -hmm. it is your choice whatever is showing up in your life and when you start to take responsibility for that, then, of course, you make this different choices. Mm-hmm. And that is how simple it is. Right. And that's how difficult it is, isn't it? No. Well, well it's to a take responsibility. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. However, I, I definitely regard uh, saying something is difficult as, as an obstacle. So I just in, encourage my clients to to be proactive in their choice of words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very definitely. And the thinking, not just the words, but also their thinking. Sure. And that's uh, actually covered a little bit in the last show that we did uh, with uh, Dr. Steve, and that is mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, being aware of what we're thinking, 
what we're saying, how we're being in a, in a perhaps in a judgmental way, uh, changing that judgment to compassion. And the minute you, you start learning the, the ability to be able to change the, uh, change that come from, uh, your life begins to soar. It's wonderful. It really is. Do you see more and more people using, uh, I'm going to say, working with their angels in your... Yes, I, I, yes, I believe that there are many more people are, are becoming open to that. Yes. And why would that be? Well, um, I think circumstances bring that about a lot. Uh, some, a lot of people have had pretty hard lessons and, and to date, and uh, they haven't actually understood, perhaps, what has brought them through. But when uh, revisited and uh, carried back, you know, to now, they recognize it's a possibility. They start to see a thread. They start yes. to see the, this, the, that there is meaning yeah. to that. Yeah. And it's not just they messed up yes. from, from one thing to another. Yeah. Yeah, and I also want to really uh, make it clear that angels are not just um, whimsical um, <laughs> creatures that we're not seeing. They're people that we're running into every day. People show up in our lives just at the perfect time. And when they do, we might, we might at that point recognize them as being our angel who has shown up for us at that moment in time to help guide us through and uh they come you know and as i say uh, it could be a could be a waitress (laughs) just happens to say the perfect thing at the right time yeah it could be it could be your doctor it could be you know it could be anyone Mm -hmm. it could be the person uh, that you run into at the grocery store it could be anybody but they're there for a reason that everybody you meet is not an accident. It's absolutely supposed to be. That's that's a big concept. That's a big yes, concept. It is. So we in in order to appreciate that and to take that in, we need to stay open to everything. <laughs> You're and absolutely everybody. right. You're absolutely right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Open is most important open and allowing the uh, all the good to be around us at every moment. I know you are also designing a place, a retreat in McLeod. Is that right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, actually, here's the deal. For about six years or more now, I've had this dream of having a place uh called Angel Corner Retreat, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was going to be in Sonoma, but that didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right, although I love Sonoma. That was where I was living. Mm -hmm. Uh, The minute I drove into our home here now in McLeod, excuse me, (coughs) (laughs) this building loomed up in front of me, just happened to have a for sale sign on it, and I said, there. That's that's Angel Corner Retreat. Absolutely no question. And actually today, after I get off the air, I'm going to be meeting with my business uh, proposal man to uh, put a proposal forward on this building. And uh, the 
magic of this place, Angel Corner Retreat, is that it's going to have a place where people can come from all over the world to hold retreats. Yes. It will have uh, an angel shop, an angel gift shop, where you can buy anything from a crystal angel to a recording of angelic music or books about angels. Mm -hmm. It will have an area where it's sort of like a cafe for people to come in and read their poetry and or do art. Uh, there might be even children's programs held in there mm-hmm. uh, where they can record music. They can oh, There will be a recording studio where they can record studio music. Uh-huh. And uh, there will also be uh, an area where they can hold uh, platform webinars uh, and uh, broadcast them all over the world. Uh, there will be four, three, three treatment rooms where people can perform all kinds of uh, healing treatment modalities. Wow. So, uh, and it also will have a center hub where the retreatants, the people who come to, uh, to partake in retreats there, go out to the community here in McLeod and give back to the community here while they're here at some point during this day. So it's an ongoing taking care of community, etc. That's yes. brilliant. That is yes. a brilliant, brilliant concept. Thank you. Well, really good luck with that. So we have covered, we have covered your personal work with your angels and your work as a coach. And I, we did just touched on the fact that you do tarot, readings you do readings you do it for your clients and i imagine you will do it for people who contact you through your website right so you can give them some guidance and you're you have a chapter in the change book and you have this fabulous radio show angel corner <laughs> retreat with dr steve and yes. Yes. we are going to people will be able to access all of that on our page about you and on your website so right mari right. it's really <laughs> been great talking to you Oh, it's been great talking to you too, Sherry, and I really appreciate you contacting me. And thank God for Fred. Thank God for Fred. <laughs> and we're going to keep that on the air. Fred Ponslov, yes. you are our angel. All righty. Oh, definitely. All righty. <laughs> thank you and have a lovely, lovely day. Thanks, Sherry. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it, and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.